comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. We are now recording, and this is Out Now with Aaron and Abe. I am Aaron, and as always, this is... Abe! Out Now is a film podcast, <laughs> as Abe and I are discussing new movies weekly. We also bring a discussion about the latest movie trailers, box office results and predictions, callbacks to past films similar to the main film of the week, games, and other fun stuff. Exclamation point! This is episode 87, our first, I think, numbered episode in quite some time, Abe. I think it's been like two weeks. More than mm-hmm. two weeks, it's been More well, two weeks. like it's been before Christmas that we did a numbered episode. Oh my gosh. And uh, to, to bring in the new year with numbered episodes, um, we have, uh, we, we brought we brought a woman back to this podcast by popular demand. <laughs> uh, currently, sta- currently staking out Ryan Gosling's home, Zoe OMG, it's Leah Ducey. Yay! That's me. <laughs> it is you, and you're here. How are you doing? I am here. Yeah, good. Very good. Great. And that's that's all. Some people might be expecting There's three of us. Some people might be expecting another guest. They're not going to get it. We just have to. That's <laughs> <Too> bad. <laughs> you know what they say? Four is a crowd. If they say that, I changed it. I changed it to that. Uh, so let's let's we're uh, we're going to talk about Gangster Squad today. That's that's the plan. And um, but before we get to Gangster Squad, we got some uh, got some announcements here. I, um, I asked out on uh, the old Facebook page and on Twitter uh, what people's favorite gangster movies were, and I got some responses, so I just want to read those out. Um, Izzy said Carlito's Way. I like that movie quite a bit, actually. Uh, Scott Mendelson, he wrote, uh, I know I'm supposed to say The Godfather are good fellows, but hell, I'm going to say Dick Tracy. Another good movie. Uh, Brandon Peters, he did say Godfa- Godfather. Uh, a reason he likes one over two, James Caan. Uh, let's see. Manish wrote Goodfellas. And uh, Jeanette wrote Godfather. So there you go. Gangster movies. Yeah. Gangster. Gangster. Yep. And uh, let's see. One more shout out. Um, we got we had a new like on the Facebook page, and um, I said I'd shout out his his site if he if he sent it over because he says he has a blog. It's called it's this is from Tim Tim Burnham, nerdinthenoak.blogspot.com. It's a it's a film site. It's a cool one. I checked it out. Hey so, Tim. Yeah. There you go. Shout out. What's up, bro? Shout out. Pro- proving what's up, bro? <laughs> Once again, the easiest way to get mentioned on the podcast is simply by, you know, writing a very simple statement to us. And the reason why that is, is because we don't get a lot of email. Uh, we don't get emails, though. At nowpodcast at gmail.com. Cool to get. Yeah. Like to read them. Uh, iTunes views and ratings, also good to get those. Helps out the show, helps you out. I don't know how it helps you. Oh, it makes you feel better, I guess, right? <laughs> Karma. Imaginary points. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, I know iTunes is not, like, the most, like, oh, man, this is so much fun rating things at iTunes, but it, it does help. It, it's not too hard, so. But how about the show? Um, what happened just now? We just, what, we, the Golden Globes is finished. That's when we're recording this. We're recording this right yes, after the end of the Golden Globes. And, um, you know, before we get to Gangster Squad, uh, I figured, you know, maybe we should 
go over the uh, some of the winners here. We got a. Uh, let's recap it. Let's recap. Let's re- recap. Out now. Recap. The, the highlights. Highlights. Recap. Recap. We will never repeat that ever again. The show. That was amazing. <laughs> uh, I'll just go. I'll go down. I'll just do the the film related ones, not the TV ones. And I'll go like kind of the order that they went in for like the main ones. Uh, best actor in a supporting role: Christoph Waltz, Django Unchained. Kudos. Good one. Um, well, I guess we'll do this. Uh, score, Life of Pi, and best song, Skyfall. Hmm. Yeah, I like that both of those things. Oh. I just saw Life of Pi again, actually, last night, and uh, I like that score quite a bit. Uh, let's see where we got. Uh, performance by an actress in a motion picture. Jennifer Lawrence, Silver Linings Playbook. Cool. She's very attractive in that film. It's quite good. She's very attractive all the time. I never noticed until that film, really. I, yeah, agreed. Really? I, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I figured she, she's, like, attractive, but I was like, wow, she's, like, really hot in Liz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's like, very, very pretty. And she likes to eat a lot, and I appreciate that okay, about yeah. her. Hunger Games. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, actress in a supporting role, Anne Hathaway, Les Mis, kind of predictable. Not undeserved. Yeah. She's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, screenplay, Django Unchained, Quentin Tarantino. Wee. Crushed it. Foreign film, Amour. That was uh, for a friend of the show, Maxwell Haddad, who was on his top ten list. Yeah. It's a good movie. Best animated film, Brave. A little, uh, little confusing. Uh, it's kind of weird. But a little confusing, but at least it wasn't Hotel Transylvania, so I'm happy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, Leah, that's a Sony movie, too, so I know I'm, I'm dissing you. but uh, That's all right, I'm over it. All right. <laughs> uh, director, Ben Affleck, Argo, good for him. Oh, snubbed at the Oscars, but, you know, go Argo for yourself, right? Yeah. What's a Golden Globe to an Oscar, right? <laughs> About 10 pounds. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best performance by an actor, Hugh Jackman and Les Miserables. Is that how in you pronounce mus- it? In a musical or a comedy. Uh, according to the announcer on the Golden Globes, it's Les Miserables. But, uh, Les Miserables. <laughs> that's how the announcer said it, so there you go. Yeah, everyone was different. I he, thought it was hilarious. He gave a good speech. I liked it. I like Hugh Jackman. He's a nice, he seems like a nice guy. He's a good guy. Yeah, if you know. You, Is he a friend of the show now? Oh, you, okay. no, no, but you play, you play squash event on the weekend sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, he's he's very good, and he helps me bench press. Mm. Uh, <laughs> best music, best uh, most motion picture musical comedy, Lamus Rob. Blues. <laughs> Blue. <laughs> Probably the one that I would. Well, it, it did. It beat salmon fishing in the Yemen, so I guess that's something to cheer for. But Moonrise Kingdom. Moonrise Kingdom, yes, I would have liked to see that, or pretty much any of the others. Um, best performance by an actress in a motion picture: Jessica Chastain, Zero Dark Thirty. Saw that again last night too. She's really good in that movie. I keep on seeing it over and over again. We'll uh, we'll talk about that eventually. Yes. Uh, Lincoln, Daniel Day Lewis. Reverse those sentences, and you got the best performance by an actor in a motion picture. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, I mean, he basically was Abraham Lincoln. And uh, winner, best picture, Argo, drama. Uh, yeah. Argo, fuck yourself again. There you go. <laughs> that concludes the Out Now Fair Today Golden Globe recap two days after the event actually occurred. <laughs> <Ooh, yeah. laughs> go recap, Golden Globes. <laughs> recap. Yeah. <laughs> See, we're full of lies on the... Uh, yeah, no, he said we would do it again, but we did. You know who else is full of lies? Don Cheadle, winner, best actor for House of Lies. Boom! Did that. <laughs> Call that list, bitch! <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Oh, my land. <laughs> anyway, at 
let's get to know everybody. Where each week we ask each other a few questions to kind of set the tone for this podcast because you need the tone already, right? So <laughs> better get to this tone needs help. Oh yeah. So now we're gonna get to get to know everybody. So Abe, you you were really proud of your questions. I want to hear what they are. Let's start. Yeah. Start. All right, Leah. Yo. From the dudes in this movie, what particular skill or trait would you want to have? Would you want to be the crack shot, the intel expert, the knife thrower, the car chaser downer, the cool guy who gets all the ladies, or the lonely Latino? Or the mustache haver? <laughs> um, well, I'd like to think that I'm already the cool guy that gets all the ladies. Ooh. So I would say probably the intel. The intel guy. Cool. Yeah. Um... Okay, my turn. Here it is. Uh, Aaron, biggest surprise from the Oscar nominees. The Oscar nominees, biggest surprise, Ben Zeitlin's nomination for Best Director for Beast of the Southern Wild. That is one that took me completely off guard, especially since neither Bigelow or Affleck were nominated for Best Director. Right. Okay. And in terms of happiest, just because I want to answer that question, Quavenjane Wallace for Beast of the Southern Wild, that made me quite happy, and Paranorman nomination for this. I know. <laughs> so good. All right, here we go. Leah. Yes. What's a movie with great hats? <laughs> great with question. Great hats? With great hats. There's a lot of great fedoras and other hats in Oh man. Gangster Squad. What's a movie? Can I answer this question too? You can if you want to, but I want to hear Leah's answer first. A, a yeah. I don't great hats. Uh, Surely there's a movie where you're like, wow, there's some great hats in this movie. Hell yeah. I mean, it it's really not something that I think very often. Um, I, you've you've stumped me. Abe, what do you what do you? I mean, I'm, yeah, go go to Abe first. Indiana Jones Temple of Doom. Indiana Jones in the Temple. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> you got short rounds out with the New York Giants, is it? From the email. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, email writer in her. And yeah. Um, that's the go-to, Abe? That's what you have? <laughs> <laughs> it's the first one that popped in my head because we got the email. <laughs> I don't know. I keep thinking, like, automatically going to, like, period pieces. And, like, I watch Little Women over Christmas with my mom, and they have some some fun hats and bonnets and stuff? Question mark? That's a terrible answer. I'm very sorry. Oh, not, no, there is no terrible answer on this show. <laughs> Unless it comes with certain people that we just don't invite back onto the show. But you've been yeah. on, so clearly you're doing something. I have been on. You would have the disaster that was Piranha 3 Double D. Okay, Abe. Yeah. It's now 2013. What is the film that you're looking forward to most this year? Uh, unfair, man. Why is I it unfair? Because there's, there's so many coming up. You have to choose just one, Abe. <sighs> That's okay, so okay top, top three. No, no, no. You gave Abe a question. It's even harder. Leah, you gave Abe a question. He's going to answer it. What's your? What's the one movie, Abe? The one movie for 2013 that I'm most looking forward to? Texas Chainsaw already came out, so what's after that? Ah, damn it. Yeah, I totally forgot that that already came out. Oh, man. I'm going to go with uh, Mama? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dad? I'm just kidding. I, I really don't know. I mean, I would. I want to say, like... What's the what came to mind first? What was it? Well, it was Thor, but Thor two done. Next Thor question. Two. There you next, go. Because next question. Of Thor Thor two because we like that <laughs> we like that Chris Hemsworth smile. All right, Aaron. Yo. Who wins in a boxing fight in L.A.? 
Mickey Cohen or Predator from Predator 2? No plasma cannon. Well, it's still Predator from Predator 2. He's like eight feet tall. Sure? He's like eight feet tall. What Sean Penn's like, took him down. Sean Penn's like not. Well, yeah, but he was injured because they use guns. Like, Dan, <laughs> Sean Penn's like four foot nine. He's one inch taller than Tom Cruise. Really? <laughs> he's, 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 he's tiny. Predator would hand. Like, Predator would whip him with his dreadlocks. It'd be ridiculous. Abe. <laughs> Abe. Who, yeah. Assume the gangster squad's like still together. And they're like really like super high off of getting Mickey Cohen. They're like, we got we got to take more people down. Who would you like to see the Gangster Squad take on next? Uh, Daredevil. Daredevil. Because like they'd be like, oh man, he's he's all of a sudden turned into a bad guy, but he's blind. What do we do? We can't beat up a blind guy. That's the kind of spontaneity that I really get confused by now. Now. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what's your answer? I I was well, I was looking to you guys. I don't know. I was thinking like Hitler. Even though it's after World War II. But it's after World War II! <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> Reed Richards? I don't know. Um, uh, Reed Richards. <laughs> I don't know where this is coming from either. Uh, Fidel Castro! Let's go to Cuba, guys! Like, I, I, was, hoping, that yeah, I was hoping that you were going to ask, like, what are they doing now? And I was going to give you, like, a Three Kings response where, like... <laughs> well, I didn't what? ask that, so we don't get to hear what that answer would have been. <sighs> that's that's how you play Nova, buddy. That's how you do it. Sounds yep. good. All right, let's do a little out now quickies. TM. TM. Out now quickies. A lot of movies come out every week. We don't get a chance to talk about all of them, but we do like to have a little quickie segment in case we did actually see a couple things and have a few words to say. Abe, any quickies? Uh, I was starting to watch The Impossible and then I stopped. Good story. Did you Did you find it impossible to finish? <laughs> wah, wah. No, I just uh, ran out of time. You ran out of time. All right, I did. I did watch The Impossible actually, and it's quite good. Quite quite tough. Tough to watch. Uh-oh. Not tough to watch. Jiro Dreams of Sushi. I watched that. Oh, how'd you like it? Oh, really? I liked it quite a bit. And by the way, I'm just, gee, like you named Jiro, Jiro Dreams of Sushi, and so I instantly watch it. No one's come to my aid and watched Seeking a Friend for the End of the World yet. Like, I've been oh, making I didn't that. see that. I've been, been talking funny. about that since June, and nobody went like, hey, I should go see that. Well, I was going to see it, and then I was like, you know what? Kira I'm not going to. <laughs> But second, you mentioned a movie. As a friend, I was like, all right, I should go see that. And there I did it. Boom. One week what, later. What you're not hearing and listening to right now is I'm actually watching it as we're recording <laughs> this podcast. I also, so kudos. kudos. Joke's on you. I saw Texas Chainsaw 3D also. That's a movie. Okay. Did you? No, really. What did you think? It's it's terrible. It's a terrible oh, okay. movie. Oh, my God. Uh, worse than Prada 3 Double D? No, it's not worse than Prada 3 Double D. <laughs> Because at least, like, the, the end of Texas Chainsaw becomes, like, hilarious, and Piranha's just never funny. So, yeah. Is it hilarious on purpose, or, like, kind of, like, hilarious because it's just so ridiculous? Did you just ask me if the last third of per- Texas Chainsaw 3D was purposely funny? Yes. No, it's not purposely funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, uh, it's, it's certainly a movie, that's, that's for sure. It, it's it, it's, it's in 3D. Yep. It, it, it's been, yeah. There you go. Leah, any, uh, any, any quick thoughts? Any movies? Nay. 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 I recently saw uh, Spinal Tap for the first time. Really? This is yeah. Spinal Tap? Yes. That was Spinal Tap. Yeah. It was it was, it was fun. <laughs> I, I feel working in the music industry that I had to see it, so I did, and it was great. Boom. Boom. Quickie. All right. TM. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get to movie trailer talk, where each week we discuss some of the newest trailers and, uh, you know, what we thought of them. Got two here. 
First one, this is Dead Man Down. This is a new film from the director of the original Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, starring the original Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Numi Rapaz, and Colin Farrell. Basically, Numi Rapaz catches Colin Farrell killing someone, and so she kind of blackmails him into killing someone that ruined her life to an extent, and various twisty plot things ensue, and Terrence Howard's there speaking in a soft voice as he does. (laughs) (laughs) Tony, are you okay? (laughs) Tony Stark. Okay. I got, I got what you did there. Yeah, that was, thanks, thanks for making it very obvious. Making sure. Okay. Well, speaking of making sure, Abe, what did you think? I don't know what that means. But speaking of that, <laughs> Abe, what did you think of the trailer for Dead Man Down? Uh, I thought that it was really overdramatic, and I think that it's primarily because there's a lot of slow motion scenes, and you see a lot of running shotgun guys. But I do like Film District, so I'm kind of ambivalent on this trailer because Film District released movies like Drive and. I can't think what else, <laughs> but, but they did release some good movies, or they distribute some good movies. Um, so I'm kind of mixed. I, I, I'm actually kind of mixed negative on it. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for telling how what degree of mixed you were. Um, Leah, what do you think? Uh, I think it looks pretty meh. I've um, I've never been a huge fan of Colin Farrell. I just I don't, I don't know why, but I just never really have. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't think I'll necessarily see this one in theaters, but it does look like Numi is going to do a really great job um, just from, like, the minimal amount of acting that I did see in the trailer. But, uh, yeah. Meh. I'll say this. I really like this trailer. I don't know what the movie's going to be like, but I, re- I really think the trailer's really cool. I don't think the movie's going to be as cool as the trailer kind of <laughs> but... But whoever yeah. whoever cut the trailer together and was like, "Hey, we should use this song and put these scenes in it." Good, good job, that guy. Because I think good, good on you, mate. I think people will be convinced <laughs> by this trailer. So there you go, Dead Man Down. It opens uh, March eighth, two thousand thirteen. Next trailer, which comes at the same time as some some news that just kind of broke about this movie. It's the new trailer for A Good Day to Die Hard. That's a that's such a title to say Die Hard. I can't. That's such a title. Die Hard Five comes out. Yeah. Uh, this is the new trailer for it. I bring this up mainly because we've all the, the news is out that um it's probably going to be rated R, and that's Yay. that's that's not, that's pleasing to me. That's that's Die Hard. I mean, this you got three Die Hards that are rated R, then you have Live Free to Die Hard. Do, did you like Live Free to Die Hard, Abe? Are you a fan of that? One? Uh, is that the one with Justin Justin Long? Yeah. Um, uh, I thought that it was okay. I don't really remember too much about it. But I remember seeing it. Leah, are you a fan of the Die Hard franchise? I didn't see any of the sequels. I've only seen the original. Oh, okay. <laughs> you at, least you, at least you've seen a Die Hard, so we can't... Yes. We're not going to eject you from the call just yet. I, I, it's one of my favorite Christmas movies. Boom. Okay, so you said the magic. Yeah. Basically, now you just have to be on the podcast all the time. That's that's the real magic. I agree. I know. I know. I'm Although, like, on a cold night, when it's like really windy and rainy... I'll just start screaming Holly because in part two that's what he says. Holly! Oh. <laughs> it's like he's expecting to find her in the spoilers for the end of Die Hard. <laughs> Die Hard. Holly! Don't die harder. Uh, well, with that said, Die Hard, which there might be a little more about Die Hard coming in the near future, just saying. But the sequels, especially that third one, pretty good. Like the sequels. <laughs> Fourth one, it's okay. I agree with Abe. It's a, four, it's, it's a good, it's, it's decent, but. Uh, Back to back to basics with an R-rated Die Hard sequel. That makes me kind of positive. So with that said, Die Hard new Die Hard trailer, guys. What do you think? Leah, Bruce Willis is a beast, and he will continue to be beastly. I think. <laughs> um, I don't know. It looks like 
super jam-packed with explosions and special effects and... Another explosion! Another explosion! Not a base explosion, but sort of similar. Um, yeah, I don't know. It should be, should be fun. I'm probably not going to see it, but should should be fun for all of you manly men with your testosterone and stuff. You're saying you're not going to go see this on Valentine's Day when it opens? This isn't the date? Uh, uh, no. No? Uh, no. Abe? Uh, yeah, a lot of explosions. I agree with Leah, as well as... It's kind of strange. I, I don't really see that dude as Bruce Willis' son, primarily because I just saw Jack Reacher, and now I think right. that he's, like, some kind of... <laughs> he's, like, the number one hitman for, for the Zek. For Werner Herzog, who talks like this with his accent because he's worried about the grizzly man. <laughs> I bit off my fingers. <laughs> yeah, that guy. So, what? Uh, Werner Herzog is the villain in Jack Reacher, and he has a German yeah. accent, and he's really slow. He bit off all of his fingers in prison. <laughs> but, uh... to, to save his fi- fingerprint? No, yeah. just because he was bored one day. <laughs> Dude, that was totally in Smoke and Aces first. Yeah, it's it like Aces. No, he bit off his whole finger. He bit off his actual fingers. Yeah, not just oh. the... And then, yeah. then he looks into the camera, he's like, screw you, Joe Conn, I had on your smoking Aces. <laughs> it was a really weird meta moment for that movie. <laughs> that was, that was, that was like breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. We're like, wow, right. this, is, this is really weird. Anyway, about Die Hard, um, I think he does look like Bruce Willis' son. I kind of like the choice of that. Like, I like, I like. Yeah. I mean, I I prefer Willis on his own in Die Hard movies, but yeah. unless it's Sam Jackson, but that's not going to happen again. So, <laughs> like. I would have preferred just just Willis, but I mean they got a guy that looks like his son. But and I do like that actor. Like that actor is in the um, the show Spartacus, Blood and Sand. Yeah, and, a lot of, uh, yeah. and I really like that guy in that show. So I'm like, all right, he's breaking out, so that's cool for him. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I guess yeah, it does have explosions and things, and the promise of an, an R rating may seem like a silly thing to hope for, but Jack. Uh, Jack McClane. John McClane swears. Mm-hmm. I want to hear John McClane say things. I want to hear him say yippee Kaye and all that. So good good on the box if they go for an R rating on this one. Did you ever, uh, did you ever watch it on TV back in the day where he's like... Oh, yeah, hey, Mr. Falcon? That's the good yeah, exactly. <laughs> Die Hard 2, instead of saying yippee Kaye, he, he says yippee Kaye, Mr. Falcon. There's no, Mr., there's no Mr. Falcon in that movie. Yeah. It doesn't make any what? sense whatsoever. I'm like Mr. Fallon. Mr. I like that the 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 um the tagline in a lot of the posters I've seen for the movie just say "Yippee Kaye, Mother Russia." Russia, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, we're back. To, we're back at war with the Russians. I feel like they came up the tagline first. They're like, "All right, I guess we'll set the next one in Russia." Like that's yep. <laughs> that was like their logic. Yep. Find out though on uh, February 14th, Valentine's Day, of course, when Good Day Die Hard does come out the theater. So there you go. Let's uh. We've been doing this for a while. Let's get let's let's get to it, guys. Let's get to our film review for Gangster Squad. I'm so sorry, Mr. Connor. It won't ever happen again. I swear to God. You're talking to God, so you might as well swear to me. It's Mickey Cohen's town. You're not gonna change anything around here, Sarge. We're losing Los Angeles to an eastern crook. I'm the future. This isn't a crime wave. It's enemy occupation. I need you to wage war against Mickey Cohen. I'm looking to put a squad together. How's that? A small squad. Five, maybe six guys. 
going up against 40? Well, you gotta die something. All right, so that should have been some of the trailer for Gangster Squad. This is the new, <laughs> this is the new <laughs> film uh, from director Ruben Fleischer, um, starring a host of people, including Josh Brolin, Ryan Gosling, Emma Stone, Anthony Mackie, Giovanni Ravisi, Nick Nolte, John Penn. Sean Penn, that's the one I was looking for. Uh, and just just a lot of people. Basically, Sean Penn plays Mickey Cohen during the 1940s. He's a gangster. He's up to no good. He's trying to corrupt Los Angeles, but not according to Josh Rowland and his team of, of, of his squad that eliminated gangsters. <laughs> Josh Rowland's basically recruited by the police chief, Nick Nolte, to kind of go off the books and form his own team of, of cops that are going to act as basically vigilantes taking down Sean Mickey Cohen's... Uh, group and stuff off the books no badges no law whatever and, um, plenty of stylish action sequences complete with fedoras and overcoats ensue um so with all that said leah what did you think of gangster squad okay so my precursor to this which i was trying to explain to abe before he got cut off when we were uh speaking before we started was I haven't seen very many movies this holiday season. Um, I did get to see Cloud Atlas, and it was, like, the biggest of my life. Uh, and it really just messed with my head a lot. Um, kind of, like, made me have sort of an existential crisis of sorts, and it was just really weird and uncalled for. But um, coincidentally, after that, the only movies that I saw in this past week, actually, were Django and Les Mis. And so after seeing Cloud Atlas and overanalyzing everything, I saw both of those films and overanalyzed every single piece of it. I dissected it, and I was like, I was trying to think of everyone else's preconceived notions about it and what I had heard, you know, being like, why am I not crying? Why am I not laughing? Why am I, you know, trying to remember where I've seen this actor before and not just paying attention to the film? And so I think that what I needed... That whole time and what I should have done before seeing those two films was just see, like, a palate cleanser of sorts, like Gangster Squad. Like, it's such a great just cut-and-dry film. Like, there's nothing you can do to overanalyze it. It is what it is. And so for me to see it and to just spend two hours, you know, watching a, a pretty well-done just shoot up film with the perfect amount of, like, you know, blood splattering fun and witty quips to keep me entertained was exactly what the doctor prescribed. So I'm like over the moon with how happy I was with this movie <laughs> and it's completely unwarranted and called for. Um, but yeah, so there's that. I, so I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I liked it a lot. I thought the acting was all pretty good across the board and uh Yeah. I like when our guests have stories to tell about. Yeah, I like those stories. anecdotes. It's, it's way better than just, just Abe making up something about his movie experience. But Abe, <laughs> what would you like to make up about your movie experience for Gangster Squad? <laughs> well, I saw The Hobbit, too. and <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about The Hobbit? I'm confused. Uh, I thought that uh, Gangster Squad was, it was okay. It, it's kind of like what Leah had kind of alluded to. It's kind of very superficial and shallow. And I'm not too sure if they meant to do that because, again, I, I think that it's it's like a theme that for the past few weeks is it seems to be totally uneven because it's uh, very jokey, but at the same time it's also very serious. Like it's almost as if Sean Penn is still like in his Mystic River role, and I don't know, he's just taking Mickey Cohen very seriously. And then 
And then he says stupid stuff like, hey. You know oh, the drill. Hey. Yeah, you know the drill with like a real drill. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, and I, I, uh, it, like the, the Giovanni Ribisi stuff, it's kind of just like, it's <laughs> like McBain. And then I, I wasn't too sure like how I felt overall because there are some, you know, moments of tension and, and some kind of like slow dramatic scenes. And so overall, I think it was okay. I, I kind of wasn't so crazy about it but you know it is what it is like what leah said and it's very kind of just superficial skim because you you dive into this whole entire finding mickey cohen and destroying his racketeering schemes which is supposed to probably take you know a few years but they just like jump right through through a bunch of montage uh stuff and yeah i mean like all these guys they seem to have like (laughs) An expertise, which is very strange for, like, a movie that's trying to be serious because the first frame is, like, inspired by true events. And <laughs> so um, it's, it's kind of just weird and uneven. I, I'm i okay with it. It wasn't very good, but at the same time, I'm not telling people to, like, you got to go see this. Yeah, I, um... <laughs> I... I do think it's uneven, and I'm more negative than you are on it. I don't, but I don't hate the movie. I did. I I saw this movie with uh, with friend of the show Scott Mendelson actually, and uh, we both we were kind. Yeah, I did. Yeah, we were kind of. We we um we walked in and we kind of expected it to be, like, um, stylish, uh, fun, but like really dumb, and that's exactly what we walked out thinking. Like it was it was very stylish in its scenes, and it had. It had some action that was like, hey, this is, look how cool in slow motion we are. And then it had, like, its fun factor of this is kind of goofy. But then it's just, there's so much dumb things in this movie. Yeah. There's so many dumb things in this movie in terms of just kind of the dialogue and, like, character beats where you just, it's hard to take it seriously. Even the movie seems to want to be serious, but cartoony at the same It's just trying to be a couple different things at once. It's trying to be both Dick Tracy and LA Confidential, but it can't be both of those movies, because those are wildly different in what they... Very good movies as well. Yeah, they're also very good movies, which is something that this movie has a problem with. It tries to kind of take elements from so many other good gangster movies that it just kind of has no identity. And... Sean Penn is hilariously over the top of this movie, and I was kind of... like. He's so sinking his teeth into every, like, scene in this movie that it kind of made me forgive a lot of the other members of the cast that were kind of boring. Like, Josh Brolin's, like, he has a square jaw, so, you know, he's the lead. Ryan Gosling was, he seemed to be having some fun, because he was almost kind of parroting a kind of performance that he would play in this kind of, like, it was just weird. And then you have, like, everyone else who just doesn't matter. Like, Anthony Mackie, he's just black cop. Like, good, like with a knife, with knife, right. he, with knife throwing action, and he's black cop because it's like a, it's, it's, it's a very progr- it's a very progressive gangster squad. That's what I it is. Yeah. It is mm-hmm. Giovanni Ribisi's nerd character, T one thousands, just old man that shoots well, and my, poor Michael Pena just kind of sits back and does nothing in this movie. Yeah, the lonely lets you know. The lonely lets you know who's like, all right, well, I guess I'll just I'll just tag along because I'm a rascal. I'll just shoot where they're gonna be. I got it. All right. <laughs> And so, yeah, Navi does. <laughs> right. But, uh, like, the movie? But, like, I couldn't help but, like, not laugh at a lot of the movie. Like, it. Yeah, I actually really laughed so much about it. I thought it was really. Like, a lot of the things that they were doing that were making me laugh, I was legitimately laughing. Like, I thought it was actually really funny. Like, and it, very clever. It, it's, it just made. I just couldn't, like, 
contained by Zoom. Like, whenever Nick Nolte was on screen, I died laughing. He, cause he, like, he, like, attempts English but fails so many times in this movie. It's ridiculous. But I, I really, mean, I, I really hope that a Nick Nolte clip plays after I finish the sentence. But, like, it's just, he's, like, so, like, what dialogue does he have? It's just, like, like, it's just, it's inaudible. He's still, in, uh, he's still in warrior mode. There's a scene where he arrives. He's good in warrior, though. Like, and I understand what he's talking about. He had a stroke, okay? Leave him alone. There's a scene where Nick yeah, Nolte, like, there's a scene where Nick Nolte, like, arrives in his pajamas at a barbecue and, like, yes, John I was gonna <laughs> It's like, what's happening right I, I was just cracking up. I was just cracking up in that line because he's like, Looks like you guys need some more burgers or whatever, but I was never here. Yeah. And I was like, what the? Who writes this? Um, <laughs> I was like chuckling to myself in the theater. Nobody else was chuckling. I was just like, am I the only person that finds this funny? It was, I feel like, and I was at a screening full of critics, dude. So I was like, I feel like some people got the joke because we were like kind of laughing. It was like, this is happening, guys. Like, we're in on this one. Right. But, um, LA jokes, too. It's like, oh, I was going to die in Burbank. Burbank like, jokes. Right. So many Burbank jokes. And it was like, wah, wah. I kept, I mean, there's only two. I was kept waiting for the rule. If they didn't even understand the rule of three, I was waiting for that final Burbank joke to, to yeah. just crush it. But, um. <laughs> Should have just burned down Burbank. The, um. Emma Stone in this movie. Why is Emma Stone in this movie? I, because she wanted to make out with Ryan Gosling again. Again, I guess. But, like. I, I would take that opportunity at our beat. I'm Jerry. Say, Jerry, I bet you got a ducky war story behind that lighter. Yeah, sure. I got stories. I got shot down once over the Pacific. I spent the night hanging onto the wing of the plane and I had sharks bumping my legs in the dark. Are you weak in the knees yet? Sure I am. Let's see, you're not quite big enough to be a Shylock. I give up. What's your racket, handsome? My racket is, uh, I'm a Bible salesman. You wanna take me away from all this and make an honest woman out of me? No, ma'am. I was just hoping to take you to bed. Emma Stone, like Emma Stone, I like Emma Stone. I think it wasn't a good role for her. It wasn't like because she's what I like with Emma Stone is she's a funny person. Like she's she's, funny and charming and alluring. And she doesn't she doesn't do any of that in this movie. She just plays she she plays bombshell character. But if you're going to play bombshell character and have nothing else written for you, there are plenty of other actresses that are also very good looking. And probably more age appropriate for Sean Penn's mistress, like to be yeah. in the movie right. as the you know the well, that's love. The Betty White. Betty White. Yes, <laughs> well, White. and she she played such a vital role in the film, but her performance was just kind of like fell flat. Yeah. But I mean, like uh, uh, to to the director's credit, Ruben Fleischer. I mean, I liked Zombieland, um, and I know we've we've reviewed Thirty Minutes or Less, and you know he's got a With, he's got a yeah, distinct, actually. With, yeah, uh, yeah, so he's, yeah, he's got like the distinct style, and I liked his direction kinda overall. But see, no, that's where I get it again. Like, I, there's there's handful of scenes that are like, oh yeah, okay, these are interesting, just because like, okay, the stylish stuff is here. But there's like weird scenes at the end where like it's suddenly like weird digital photography where it's very noticeable and creepy up. Yeah, change it up. It, no, that okay. So there's there's that there. What you're referring to, because I'll just explain to listeners that may not be knowing, that may not know, in Gangster Squad, the movie was pushed from September to January because there was a scene that involved gangsters coming out of a theater screen and shooting at an audience, and that was obviously kind of bring to mind. That's a great time. Yeah, at that time it'd be like that's a little close to Aurora, which would be unfortunate. So they moved it and they changed the scene to now it's like a now it's a Chinatown shootout. That's the scene that they changed. 
Oh, really? Yeah, the the climax okay. of the movie, which takes place in a hotel, that's like the and like and then following that, like afterwards, there's a fight that happens outside the hotel. There's just yeah. it's like the the camera suddenly like really digital, and it's like what's happening? Yeah. Like it looked really just weird, and and that's why I feel like the movie's just uneven to me. It's just like it doesn't even know what kind of style it wants to go for. But not only that, but I mean, like, I was then even, just in terms of the, the whole entire movie began, I mean, it's just... Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, that helps. I mean, the, yeah. it, it's just weird, because, you know, you've got these serious dialogues, and then these serious things that happen, but all these little jokes in between, and I don't really know what's going on. Sean Penn, are you, like, a, a crazy dude? And, yeah, you are, but I, mean, I don't know, it's like, Josh Brolin, leave these at home. And then they go and raid, like, the casino in Burbank. Oh, no, there's cops here! What do we do? Oh. Yeah, the thing about the gangster squad is that they're really terrible at there being a gangster squad at the beginning. Like <laughs> at the beginning, yeah. Yeah. And then we get like the montage of like, oh, now we're, we get the montage scene. Well, you get a lot of montages. And, yeah, yeah, where you don't. Yeah, there's see, quite a few. You don't really see them work as a team. You just see them kind of like, hey, we're doing this and we're really successful now. Hey, we're really good at this. And it's, I just, I wish it was more cartoony. I wish it was more goofy. I wish it had. Right. Because it, it's it's obviously not going to work as a as a serious movie, so like, why not just go all go all way over the top, make it a cartoon, make it a comic book movie like that? Yeah. And if it was more cartoony, I think I'd be more down with that. I would have, yeah. I, I would have been happy laughing with the movie as opposed to at it. So. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but I did feel as though they kind of took things like really weird, like the shoeshine kid, and I was like, repeat. Oh, why did they have to do that? What did he ever do to anybody? Repeat. Yeah, repeat. Yeah. Yeah. Shoes. And I like Ryan Gosling's lines with him. It's like, oh, Pete, you mean repeat? Get out of here, kid. I like, like <laughs> I like Ryan Gosling's, like, a, he's like, he's early on, he's like about to shoot Mickey Coe, and then, like, the guy, his friend literally stops him, and I was, expect, I was expecting him to say, wait, there's 90 minutes of movie left. Like, that's, 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 <laughs> the, that's the only reason there he couldn't shoot him in the, in the club at that scene. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean,. I, I, I still really enjoyed it. I know it has a, a fair amount of shortcomings, but, like, it's so weird to me that, like, the so the one time that the, the what's-his-face's character dies, the, the uh, what's his name? I forget. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who you're referring to. No, the, 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 the intel guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, sure. If you want okay, me to so remember his character James dies, and then, and then Josh Brolin goes and, like, you know, consoles his son. Yeah. Like, I got a little choked up right there. I I was kind of (laughs) hesitant. Well, just for me, like, personally, after seeing Les Mis and not shedding a single tear or feeling compelled to, I was like, what is happening in my life? (laughs) What is is wrong with me? (laughs) But, like, he goes and beats up, like, a bike, and I was like, dude, what are you doing? Your dad built that bike. Yeah. But it's just, like, one of those scenes where it's, uh... They're just obviously pulling you, Leah. They're, like, tugging on your emotional strings. I know they the music, are! The music so wells the up. Resisting, and then finally the kid just starts crying into Josh Brolin's shoulder. It's like, come on, man. But I was like, aw. I, I'll, I'll say this. I liked Brolin's wife in this movie. Um, I play by um, Muriel okay. Enos. She's on AMC's The Killing. And, um... Her role, I, it's not like that it's the best written part, but I like how she plays into the story, and she has a couple good scenes, I think, with Roland and with Gosling. She's like one scene with Gosling that's like pretty... Yeah, that was good. Pretty good. Like, that she mentions like, oh yeah, and I don't know where Michael Pena's character showed up from. 
Yeah, it just yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> racist statement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're not. They they may have a black guy in the gangster squad, but they're not entirely welcome to Latinos in the gangster yeah. squad. Apparently, like, come on, nah. Not yet. Too soon. <laughs> yeah. But I did like. Uh, I did like uh, which call it how like uh, the buddy of Ryan Gosling, who is also like an enforcer, he's just like he stands up, and then that's like the whole entire climax of the reason why Mickey Cohen goes down is because somebody finally saw Mickey Cohen kill someone. And you're going down. It's like a map episode. <laughs> there's so many reasons why he should go. Like, the, the movie, but it, it says based on true events, but there's no real, like, this movie doesn't make any sense in terms of what happened in real life. Right. L.A., and he was racketeer. Yeah, it's like they read the back of the book that this movie was based on. It's like, okay, I got this. <laughs> But that said, what you're saying, what you're saying, Leah, you, that you enjoyed it overall. I did. I had fun watching this movie. Like, it's hard for me to say like this terrible because it's not like there's certainly a lot to credit for in terms of like it's you know it's production design and its style and kind of certain things involved in it. And just because it's genuinely fun to watch, even if it's right. even if it's really really dumb, which it really really is. So it, right. <laughs> I, I can't say that I didn't have a good time in theater watching Gangster Squad. See, I wish that I had, or I wish that people had known what kind of movie this was, so that I could have more fun with the audience, laughing at things, um, instead of feeling ultra tense, like, the, I mean, I didn't feel tense, because I thought it was ridiculous when there's a drill, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, blood splat, and I was like, this is weird, but <laughs> the audience was just like, oh, Mickey Cohen's such a bad guy, and I was like, please, just laugh with me, but again, that goes to the tone of the film. It's uh, just, I'll give you a secret, Abe. I never feel bad about what the audience is feeling. I'm gonna laugh. At, I'm gonna laugh at stupid movies if I'm gonna laugh at stupid movies. Yeah, I just want to have a good time with people, and and people were really like, "Yeah, this is so serious. I can't believe L.A. was like this." And I was like, "L.A. is not like this." <laughs> what? No. Go see a better movie like L.A. Confidential, where I think they even mentioned Mickey Cohen in L.A. Confidential. Yeah. He's just not in the movie, but you know, it's it's a wildly better movie. All right, so I think we've said what we had to say about Gangster Squad. Let's get to our rating. Each week on Out Now, Fair and Dave, we try to rate movies based on when you should go and see them, and we have a scale that goes from IMAX to theater, dollar theater, Netflix, HBO, TV, or just kind of forget about it. Leah, where on that scale would you put Gangster Squad? I mean, I don't think it needs to be seen in theaters um, by any means, but I, I would say, like, you know, Netflix it when you can, when Boom. it comes out. I think, it's, I think it's fun and worth seeing. All right, Abe. Uh, I'd say HBO. It's uh, not really anything that I would want to waste an instant queue or like a DVD queue for. It <laughs> <laughs> takes so much work. It makes it sound so much harsher than it needs. Yeah, to. I mean, I'd rather but see the movie right after it. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say I would put down the queue. I would say I would say Netflix as well. I think that's a fair place to be. Like, all right, this is. Uh, I've heard a lot about this Gangster Squad. I guess I'll put it in my queue now. Get that Blu-ray because it'll probably look good. So, uh, yeah, that's our, those are our ratings for Gangster Squad in theaters. Now, um, you know, feel free to write in about, I'm, I'm curious to hear what other people thought of Gangster Squad. I, I like, I've been reading a lot about, I've been, I've been so curious about the reaction to Gangster Squad because it's so like all over the place that I'm just, I, I like hearing more and more opinions on it. So, yeah. but, uh, now let's do a little movie callback. Callback, callback. Call we bring in a discussion about some movies that may have related to the main feature of the week that we, you know, thought of while watching it or afterwards. And I've already mentioned a couple. Dick Tracy and L.A. Confidential for me came to mind. 
pretty easily just because the movie was trying to be both of those things. Also, The Untouchables um, and, and Mobsters with Richard Grieco. <laughs> I'm not. I'm gonna admit I'm not very well versed in gangster films. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've seen Godfather, and uh, you know, like Reservoir Dogs. I guess is a, a gangster film, yeah. sort of. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, so those are the only two that I've seen that I think can really relate. But yeah, meh, meh. Abraham. Yeah, <laughs> all the movies that we've mentioned are very good. But I mean, I would more liken this to those. It's kind of like those television episodes where they kind of do the noir thing. It's like, kind of like a Rugrats episode where they go... <laughs> where, they, where, the, where, the, where the show, like, which is generally in colors, all of a sudden black and white, and they start going... Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Because <laughs> that's we're where I got this movie. Well, we're, doing a, we're doing a gangster episode. It's like, yeah. Yeah. who stole the milk, see? Yeah. Everyone's, <laughs> yeah. everyone's Edward G. Robinson. Yeah. And then, you know, you got the femme fatale, who is actually the one that did everything, which is going to be Angelica. Angelica. And, yeah, you just stop writing dialogue. Do you just start writing? Just M M W A A A. But yeah, it, it's you know this again. I, I think that this movie was supposed to be serious, and they're like, you know what? Let's just make it a joke. And yeah, I, I would never tell somebody this kind of reminds me of L.A. Confidential because it, yeah, it does. But at the same time, it's also like, don't see this one. See L.A. Confidential. It's much better. Just go see a Rugrats episode. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's do a little box office here. Uh, each week we try to go over the box office results and see if our previous predictions were anywhere near. Abe, do you remember what you predicted for Gangster Squad? I do. I think I predicted. I can't remember because we didn't predict. Gangster I know. Squad. I was trying to throw you off and see what you'd do. Um, yeah, we did. We haven't done gang- box office in a while just because it's been a you know holiday schedules are, are weird and we've had weird episodes. But uh, weird. To just say what happened at this the box office this weekend. Um, Gangster Squad was one of three movies that went to wide release. The other was Zero Dark Thirty, which was number one with $24 million. Haunted House with Mar- the Marlon Wayans spoof comedy thing, which was second place with wow. $18 million. It only cost $2.5 million, so I guess... Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a great return. Pretty good, Damn. even though I have no interest in seeing the movie whatsoever. And uh, then Gangster Squad, third place, $16 million. And... Um, Probably, probably unexpected because Gangster Squad's the, the big high-profile release of the week, and Haunted House is like, hey, it's a spoof movie from Marlon Wayans. But <laughs> this that happened, and so there you go, Gangster Squad. We'll see how it. Uh, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of movies coming out in January. Even though January, you know, sucks. There's a lot of movies coming out in January, so I don't know how how well Gangster Squad's going to do overall. But uh, yeah. or, nor do I care that much. <laughs> but um, uh, behind that, Django Unchained, Les Misérables, Hobbit, Lincoln. All those making money. Colonel Lincoln's still in the top ten. Lincoln's still in the top ten. Great. Lincoln got Lincoln got. The I bump. need to contribute that to that next week. Lincoln, yeah. Lincoln got the Oscar bump because it got nominated for a bunch of stuff oh, this yeah. week. So, mm, yeah. True. True. Where did uh, where did Silver Linings end up? Silver Linings, it got a it got a slight bump, but it's I mean it's not even wide yet. Like the movie next week is supposed to go like actually wide. So, oh really? Oh really? Yeah. No, Silver Linings Playbook hasn't gone wide at all. It's 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 mm. expanded, but it's. Oh. It hasn't gone wide, which is why one would think that it's probably got, it's going to have a lot of momentum going into the Oscars, and it wouldn't be too unwise to bet against it. Just saying. Um, Are you saying that you work for Pricewaterhouse Cooper? No, I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying Har- Harvey Weinstein is he knows what he's doing. Is he going to break everything? <laughs> he just no, he just mur- he just straight up murders people. That's Jennifer oh. oh. Lawrence, but um, takes him out. Yeah. But yeah, that's box office, so there you go. And uh, what is... 
Oh, what time? Oh, oh, Aaron, I, I don't know if we have, have... Have we actually officially done games? Good luck! <laughs> <laughs> it is time... What, Leah, what time is it? Games! Woohoo! Yeah! Yeah! Games! All right. I got a new game, guys. Uh-oh. This is maybe my favorite title of a game that I've made yet. Uh-oh. It's called this game. This game is called Gangster or Gangsta. Uh oh. So Gangster or Gangsta. Can we just watch the Rugrats episode? No. They, 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 the, the purpose of this game, I've I have I have lines from gangster movies and I have lyrics from gangster rap songs. Oh, so you have to guess if it's yeah. a gangster movie or a gangster rap song. This is maybe my favorite game that I've made. This is incredible. And it's not, it's only like 13. It's not a staggering 28 like with the, the, the Lay Miz quiz. Yeah, or the, or the Unchained thing. Off the chain. Off, Off the, the chain. chain. All right. Gangster or gangsta? Don't you compare me because there ain't nobody near me. Gangsta. You're both saying gangsta? Yeah. Yes. You're both correct. Right. Who was that? I didn't write the... I didn't write who... <laughs> I just, I, it, would, it would take me too long. God I was, damn it. It might have been Drake. It's not Drake. That'd be weird. It's not Drake. <laughs> okay. Gangster or gangsta? Don't ever take sides of anyone against the family again. Gangster. Gangster is correct. You're both, what was that? You're both tied. That's Godfather. Okay, that's what yeah. I thought. Gangster or gangsta? You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. <laughs> gangsta. gangsta. That's Eminem. It's Eminem. Gangsta is correct. Slim <laughs> Shady. Gangster or gangsta? I like the way you're walking if you're walking my way. Gang. Oh. I want to say gangster. It's gangsta. Yeah. Ah, Leah gets the point. I made the first three easy. Now they're all getting harder. Uh-oh. <laughs> if you bend the truth or I think you're bending the truth, I'll kill you. If you're getting anything, I'll kill you. Gangster. gangster. Leah, what'd you say? Stir. It's gangster. Yes. Oui. All right. I, I'm gonna try to. Re- I'm not gonna try and read these all as gangsta songs, but I might. Thirty-two hundred dollars he gave me. Thirty-two hundred dollars for a lifetime. It wasn't even enough to pay for the coffin. Gangster. Gangster is correct. Source. Uh, that what, what was that? That was um, Goodfellas. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Okay. It ain't about my persona. Ain't nothing like a man. Gangsta. It is gangsta. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. I, I ain't so tough. I, that's it. I ain't so tough. That's it? Yep. Gangsta. I'm gonna say gangster. It is gangster. Yeah! Leah hit by two. He's ahead by two. I've won them all. Well, you yeah. well, you mostly tied them all, but Lee, <laughs> Lee, Lee is yet to be wrong. I'll put it that way. <laughs> I'm undefeated. All right, here we go. He hurt you. He hurt you. He hurt everybody. Gangster. 
Gangster. It is Gangster. Yeah. Undefeated. Just like the Mighty Ducks. They were defeated. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're not undefeated. <laughs> they, won the, they won the game that counts, but they're not undefeated. <laughs> Quack. Yeah, Gordon Bombay. Is uh, when the fire dies down, what you gonna do? Gangsta. It's gangsta. Alright, here we go. I shoot the dead. Dead bodies, that is. I don't kill them. Gangster. gangster. That is gangster. Two more. <laughs> you need more than guts to be a good gangster. You need ideas. Gangster. It's gangster. Alright. <laughs> Last one? Last one. Everything looking good to the people of the world, but the Mafia family is my boss. Aaron Neuwirth. <laughs> oh, was it Aaron? No, no. Gangsta. Uh, gangster. I'm gonna say gangsta. It's gangsta. Yeah. Damn! It wins the last one, but Leo Punter is the winner of Almost. Sweet. Like a yeah. Nice yeah, good job, Leo. Thanks. Boom! Did it. You're right. Chase, you did. <laughs> You're a gangster. I'm a gangster. You would say it feels good to be a gangster? I, I would yeah. say that it feels good, yeah. Yeah. It does feel good to be a gangster. Better than all those ones. Yeah, it feels good to be a gangster. <laughs> right. So that's how you play games. Okay, what do we got going here? Let's see. Out Now presents What's Out Now. Um, we talk about, you know, some movies that are coming out now on Blu-ray or DVD. Taken 2 comes out this week, guys. Taken 2. Still Taken. And uh, Frank, Is it Frank and Weenie came out also. Uh, no, <laughs> but uh, we talked about both of those in episode 76 of the podcast, so feel free to check hey. it out because that, I believe our Taken 2 conversation was pretty entertaining. <laughs> and uh, But yeah, Taken 2 comes out, and that's that's not a good movie. But, um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, oh. But yeah, okay. Next week. What's going on next week? Jeez, um, we we, Abe and I, we have so many things. So many things. So many things. So many things wrap up the year 2012. We're still wrapping up 2012. I mean, you probably just heard our top ten episode, which I assume was a lot of fun to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> all, all several hours of it. All two and a half, three hours of it. But uh, we're still, we, we still got our, our Out Now Awards thing that we're doing that's going to come soon. We're excited for that. We are. Yeah. And then we're going to do a review of Zero Dark Thirty, finally, since everyone, you know, will have had a chance to see it. Everybody this time. Everybody. everybody. Yeah. And, uh, everybody. Yeah. Everybody. And, Thanks. Um, I mean, there is a new Arnold movie coming out, The Last Stand, so... Arnold. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll see if we can get, get around to that, too. So. But, uh, yeah, okay, so that's going to do it this week for Out Now, Farron and Abe. You can find more of my work on my personal blog, thecodazeek.com, where you can find all my written movie reviews, as well as at wisebluecom for Blu-ray reviews, and, um... You can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash Aaron's PS3. I guess i got to plug this board. Just seen it. I am on that show occasionally, and that's on a, it's on PBS and expanding nation, nationwide, actually, in January. So there you go. Chilla's Manichelle. Yeah, that's a Chilla's and uh, Sean Wright. So, uh, yeah, if you, if you like seeing me on the TV, I'm, I'm in that area. <laughs> that <could be. laughs> uh, Abe? Uh, you can find more fun stuff at including my Slowpoke movie reviews, which come out weeks after the movie was released. And uh, twitter.com slash uh, Aaron's PS3. 
What a, what a great gimmick Abe has. He reviews movies weeks after they've been reviewed, they've come out and like been reviewed by everybody. Yes. So if you're like, oh, I just saw Argo, and like Abe's like, you know what? I just wrote a review it's, about Argo. You know Argo. what? It, it's just... it's movie reviews for the common man who sees movies every week like we do, right? Am I right? Right. right. Leah, where can people find more of your work? Uh, well, I don't have much work these days, but if you think I'm super cute and funny, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Z-O-M-G underscore it's underscore Leah, L-E-A-H, or leahdeuce.tumblr.com. Boom. Boom. And, of course, you can find all the other episodes of this podcast on iTunes, also at hhwlod.com. You can find our show as well as the other shows there, including the Legion of Dudes, and they just had their, their award show, The Duties. Hilarious title. Uh, they, they awarded the best comics, movies, and uh, TV shows and what have you, voted on by their listeners, actually. It's a, it's a fun episode, so check that one out. And uh, let's see, outnow.podomatic.com. You can find most of the newest episodes there and some exclusives. Outnow YouTube page, Abe. YouTube is youtube.com slash outnowpodcast. And basically, it's the main review. I've got to update it, starting with the collection from a month Back ago. In November. Yeah. <laughs> but it's going to get done because we've just been really busy this holiday season. And, of course, follow and like our pages, facebook.com slash outnowpodcast and twitter.com slash outnow underscore podcast. We have all the updates and what have you there, and it's fun to do things on those pages and interact with our listeners. So, yeah, feel free to, you know, go on those pages. Also, email us, outnowpodcast at gmail.com. Did you like Gangster Squad? Did you like the hats? Did you like the hats? <laughs> Did you? Where are the chems? Anyway. Where are the hats? <laughs> uh, yeah, feel free to email us. We love getting emails. It's fun to answer them and, you know, read them out on the show. So we're happy to do that. And I think that's going to be it. Leah, thanks for coming on. Thanks, Leah. Of course. Happy New Year, all. Happy New Year. And hope to have you back soon at some point. Of course. And, uh, yeah, until next time, so long. And goodbye. Bye. I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left Cause I've been blasting and laughing so long that Even my mama thinks that my mind is gone But I ain't never crossed a man that didn't deserve it Me be treated like a punk, you know Recap, 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 recap,